Hey everyone, this is Kara. I just want to make a quick little announcement at the top of our show. I'm producing a short queer horror film called Reflect What You Are, and our fundraiser is now live. It would mean so much to me if you could go check it out, either by following the link in our bio or by searching for the campaign on Seed and Spark. Again, it's called Reflect What You Are. Thank you so much, and now on with the show. So, hello, welcome. Welcome to the podcast Imperfect. I'm Kara Bartek, and I'm Rebecca Nisco. I am so happy. We're recording this on a Friday, and I think I have a soft, like, day off at work this today, so I'm, I'm excited to just take advantage of a three-day weekend, I hope. Yes. Everyone else is, too. It's, listen, we are thriving. <laughs> we are, we are, we are. I would like to pose to our listeners if they listen with their pets and what their pets think of us, because... Our pets are constantly making an appearance on the show. Um, and this episode is no exception. And this episode is no Scratching exception. and daisy wines all included. Maybe Trying to get into beauty, my room. This is just the beauty of like um, the, you know, I think of living in the pandemic. Uh, you know, I think this is really captures this moment. It's it's our pets. They are our family. They are um, family for sure. <laughs> for better and for worse oh my god so but anyway you're not here to you're obviously not i mean i don't know if you are rebecca to talk about your pets i mean we could certainly do that probably for hours <laughs> no. on it i think we should talk about this episode which is like yeah our guest so cool. who is freaking amazing it was so awesome to speak to yohani navarro yeah. she is just an amazing composer and person we met at my alma mater and she has just been killing it like yeah. in the opera world and in just like yeah. the, the music world she's just her energy she's, is so grounded her energy and, and, and her voice is so grounded too and, yeah and yeah, yeah i just yeah. love what she has to say about expressing herself through her music and finding discovering who she is and discovering and being what her an music artist. is yeah this is really it was i when she was talking about her process and what it means to be an artist, I, I mean, it resonated so much to that. I it, I think I think a lot of people can resonate with this. Yeah. It's it's it, no and matter isn't that what awesome you do. About Which is this, so cool. I mean, not to like glow about our show, but like, yeah. I mean, you are here all here listening, and you know that already. But it's so special to be able to connect with artists across disciplines about this yeah. kind of feeling. Um, so that's what I. Yeah. So I'm really excited for everyone to listen to it. We should shut up and just let you get. To yeah, it. like honestly. <laughs> What else is there to say? <laughs> I really, um, just to enjoy, honestly. Hola a todos, my name is Johanny Navarro and I'm a composer. I am based in San Juan, Puerto Rico, an island in the Caribbean. And I'm composing music, stage music, opera music. <laughs> yes. That is so cool. <laughs> We're always like a little bit nosy and we would love to know a little bit about like how you got to where you are right now. Um, because I think I mean, I, I go over this all the time. With, I mean, Rebecca's probably heard this story like 10 billion times, but this one time in college, we had a guest speaker come in, and uh, I, I went to film school, so this was like a producer, and who was apparently like very established, and he goes, yeah, so uh, I went to college in business, and then I got a job at HBO, and I'm like, wait, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wait, sorry, hold up, what? Like, how did we get from from A to B suddenly what's like everything in between so that's why we love to know how you of kind course. of got to where you are right now yeah um so I did my bachelor in music here in Puerto Rico in the music conservatory mm -hmm. and that's when it started that that love for for stage music and and I thought that it's gonna be it's going to that it's gonna it, yeah, this 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 was to be like uh, ballet or you know contemporary dance. I, you know, I just I, I feel so attracted to it. But then um, I I discovered this uh, program in the Catholic University of America, stage music composition, and I applied to it oh, wow. just after yeah. So uh, you know, I get in, I met 
Rebecca, of course. Uh, and then uh, uh, my idea was to try to, to explore more the, the dance aspect, you know, as ballet or contemporary dance. And then uh, that was the idea for my recital. That was going to be my thesis. But then the choreographer couldn't, couldn't do, uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing uh, in that year oh. that I was supposed to graduate. He was like, can you wait another year? It's like, mm, no, I can't uh. wait just another year because I'm going to finish. I was, I was going to finish all my classes in that year. So it's like, I cannot yeah. wait another year. It's going to, you know, it's crazy. Right. So my professor, Dr. Andrew Simpson, he said, like, well, do an opera, you know, do an opera. <laughs> it's, it was like, well, I tried to evade that for so long, and it seems like my only solution to graduate. So that's when the journey started uh, with mm -hmm. opera. Uh, I call a, a dearest friend of mine in Puerto Rico, uh, Jose Feli Gomez. He's an actor, a director, uh, you know, a professor. And, and we actually met in church uh, because we, 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 go, we was going <clears throat> uh, in church. And we, we did a lot of, 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 of like, theatrical pieces there. And, and even we, I, I composed some pieces for, for, for his, like, uh, I don't know, drama or musicals even so. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just, like, called him. It's like, I'm in a big trouble. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Because I need a libretto, and I need an opera libretto. And he was like, I've never done an opera libretto, and neither am I. I've never composed an opera. It's going to be the first time composing opera. Um, but when I call him, I, 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 I have the, the idea already. He said, I, I know mm. the idea that I want. It's, it's my opera, Frenesi. That's my first opera. It's mm. on YouTube if you guys want to, like, you know. Uh, it's available oh, it's there. Yes. Ah, thank you. And, and, <laughs> highly and, recommend. Highly recommend. <laughs> and it was... So the process was really crazy because I, I felt like I didn't know exactly what I was doing every time, the whole step. <laughs> and, and it's very confusing because you're supposed to, to compose something, but you don't know exactly <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> and if it's going to work and, you know, if this is yeah. right. Yeah. It's a lot of questions, you know. It's a process of a lot of... Mm -hmm. of, of it's, it's hard. It was hard. But at some point, I felt like I knew what I was doing, you know. I knew... Like, I, I, I could feel it. Like, I, I didn't know how to explain it. It was like, you feel it. And, and I think that was the moment when I realized that maybe, maybe that's, you know, what I was passionate all my life. And they just, like, I don't know. I found Were it. Were you writing a... Oh, that's... Were you, like, writing a specific... Yeah, I was writing. Yeah, I was writing like the opera, and and even though there was yeah. a lot of, of of doubts because it's well, well, all of the composers who was like, <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. You know, it's a process of, of questions, and and you you just like open this Pandora box about other stuff that you know they teach you like technical stuff in school, but you know you yeah. have to apply it, and then you have to work, and then it's not a yeah. it's, it's not a five minute piece. We're talking about a forty-minute right. piece, so it's like it's a long, it's right. it's long, it's a lot of work, and I have to depend on other work uh, of other person works because you know I need singers, I need director, I need conductor, stage manager, you know a lot of people involved in the project. So it was like really really hard, mm -hmm. but at some point it's like I knew, you know, I knew that that was the story. It was meant to be, like, it was meant for me to to write it. Uh, because I knew every aspect of the piece and then the story and the drama. And then suddenly it's like, well, maybe I should like trust myself. And then just like, you know, do what I want to do and do what, I, what it feels that is true for me. And it's definitely going to be true for the piece. And, and we did fantasy. We did it in, in D.C. We premiered it. I passed my recital. I graduated. So it was, yes. it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we, we, we get like, uh, it's a, a three character piece. We have like three, two roles, uh, an ensemble, a chamber ensemble. We have string quartet, uh, well, mm -hmm. clarinets, piano and string quartet. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a year after that, uh, I remember I returned after graduate, returned to Puerto Rico. Then we, we get hit by Hurricane Maria. That was horrible. Like really, really horrible. Um, and then... Yeah. After that, uh, we did it, we did a premiere in Puerto Rico, and that's the actual recording that we have, that we record oh, that, that version, cool. yeah, the second yeah, one. Yeah. 
yeah and so that's awesome like uh, that because it's it's you know it's crazy when when you want to do an opera because it's so many well the first part is that it's so complicated just to get it done like to write the opera oh but there's sure. another oh, <laughs> there's another aspect when you have when you have to be presented <laughs> for yeah. it's, it's crazy because you know yeah. opera it's a lot of, of of it's a machine a huge machine and you know you have you need a lot of parts to get that done and and that production uh we produce it produce it ourselves like you know myself wow. and some of my friends yeah. just so we did it just like we, we we raised the money we got sponsored we did the show i remember i brought some the other musician from dc we fly them in And we have fun because it was like awesome. It's like we're doing Francie for the second time, you know, into like the second yeah. year we're gonna do it again. Yeah. So it was really fun to get, you know, that yeah. even though we, we have musicians from here from Puerto Rico, but some of them just fly from DC because I just call them, yeah, hey, we're gonna do this again. Do you wanna, you know, the piece already, so do you wanna try it again here? Um, mm -hmm. So it was a really fun experience. Some of them were like, visiting Puerto Rico for the first time so you know even some of them just stay longer and then just we like go to yeah. the beach and like you know like oh, enjoy so vacation yeah yeah my mom it's my mom's favorite place on earth and I don't yeah. say that lightly like she mm -hmm. loves Puerto Rico we love Puerto Rico yeah it's so beautiful there How, what was it what was that feel like that's so that must have been so nice to like I don't know I I mean When I think about my thesis film, I shot it where I mm -hmm. like, where I'm living right now in my hometown, um, and I it's almost not <laughs> it's not done yet. But <laughs> what was that like? You know, almost like premiering it again, but where you're from? What was that? It's it's so different, and mm. and because the people that are there, it's like they know you, like they really know yes, you, yeah. and some of them have have seen you grow in the, you know. Yeah through the years and and some of them you know their family friends or people that you know they get involved in in opera or in classical music here and they just they're there supporting you supporting an artist so it's beautiful because it's it's very different i mean it's different when it's when i don't know when you have your family there that's yeah, yeah. i think that's the only thing that's very different uh Because even though you have this great premiere sometimes, and, and it happened a lot because, like, I'm there, it's, uh, but I don't know anybody here. Like, okay, I'm going to meet <laughs> a lot of people, of course, and I really enjoy that. But then it's like, oh, I don't have my family here, you know, like, they should be here celebrating with me. This, this. Right. But yeah, it's, it's different. Um, mm -hmm. So we did Fernacy that time, and then mm -hmm. uh, the next year, 2019, we did. Frenesi again, but this time was produced by an opera company here called Teatro de la Opera de Puerto Rico. Oh, um, so yeah. it was so nice because it's it's really real, like it's it's really rare that you see an opera like you know two mm. times. And I this is I saw that like three times. You know I have seen yeah. Frenesi three times, uh, like three different productions. So I think that's that's huge. That's so important because you know. You get the chance to approach the work and then mm -hmm. like really listen to the things that works and the things that doesn't work. So like, you know, it's not only one time, you know, because the premiere is so hard. It's always hard. Some, you know, and you get some things right and, you know, the performers get something right. The things that go, can go wrong. And that's okay because that's part of the process. But when you get the chance to see the piece again with maybe another, in this case, we had another conductor, we had another stage the director so the experience was different in, in terms of how they approach the piece how you know how they see the piece how they want to expose the piece and 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 i learned so much about that experience you know seeing that 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 you know that the same opera but produced three times mm. that's it's really rare and and i'm just yeah. really really grateful for that, that that's be, so yeah go ahead Sarah. well that's so i was gonna say i love um That's why I love music is because it's such a living art form and mm -hmm. nothing is ever sure you write the double bar line, but nothing yeah. is ever truly finished. And when you get that feedback when you're workshopping it, when you're reapproaching your work and getting to collaborate with people and make those changes, it's yeah, it's like a really humbling experience and it's it just keeps evolving and growing and getting stronger and it's a very it, That's why I love music. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Rebecca, to piggyback just quickly based off collaboration, yeah. like, what is it? I mean, I really know nothing. I know I always mm -hmm. say this, but I never, I don't really know anything about music. So, or like how you even like approach making an opera. So like, what is it like after you've like composed this piece and this story and give it to other people? Like, what is your role after you've written the music to help bring the piece together? Well, I try not to, to get too much in that way because at some point sure. my, my hardest work is to, if I'm going to suggest something about the character or, or you know, stage directions or, or something, I, that has to be in the score. And very clear that it's not doubt that, you know, Johanny wants this at this moment or, you know, this, this is strong, this is a very strong statement, this is, you know, ah. So I think that's the hardest part is to get everything in the score and very clear. It's not like maybe it's a suggestion or, you know, this is what I hear and this is what I would love to hear you know, back from I'm here in the opera. Um, so I think that's that's the hardest part. Of course, after that, you know, you get to rehearsal, you, you get to see the the actual, you know, piece. And then if uh, if I'm there, I just, I, I enjoy, you know, hearing from them. What do you think about this character? What do you think that his, you know, his state of mind is right now? Uh, and then, I don't know, I, I get that that's very insightful, just to understanding the opera and then and, and seeing it like live. I don't know, it's, it's very different because when you see that paper and the score, it's like, okay, this is it. But then when you have real characters, real persons, you know, treating emotions and exposing emotions or talking about emotions, it's very different. And, and when you have a great cast and then, and when you have great actors, great singers that, you know, they, they read everything that's on the page, but they, they, they want to give more. And they, they ask you, like, can I, can, I, can I do this here? Can I do this here? How do you want this? And then I can suggest and talk a little bit about, about what I did that, you know, okay, can you, do, can you add this? Can you put more pressure in this? So I think it's very helpful just to get to that point. Um, but I don't know. I, for me, it's the thing that is very interesting about opera. I mean, every stage music art, it's that collaboration. It's like my project is now in the hands of another person, and that other person, I have to trust them so much that I know that that person is going to add value, and it's going like, yeah. to add value, and it's going to make it better than, than, it, like, than it is. Yeah. Um, and that's very important when, when people ask me about collaboration. It's like, well, you have to really be with someone that you trust. And, and when you build a relationship with that person, you know, and you have worked many years, it's, it's, it's better. Of course, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. There's a lot of fight and discuss well, discussions. <laughs> <laughs> about discussions, right, right, right. yeah, I'm discussions passionate. about yeah about how we should do things. But in my case, I have I've worked with um, I worked like three operas with Hofe with the same liberty. Mm -hmm. So it's like we kind of like understand each other in some ways, and and, and we have this like great relationship. You know, like I don't understand what you're saying. What are you saying? Can we change this? Can we move that? And he's like very open to it, and I have really enjoyed that 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 collaboration process because I've learned a lot. I mean, he's like he's super. I mean, he's an older person, so he's like we have a huge age difference. He's like uh, he's like he can be my father, and I see like my father, you know, like my theatrical father, and I learn so much because his background is in theater, and my background is not in theater. So every time I'm I'm constantly like learning about theater and how to do things for theater, you know, how to develop characters and how to, you know, create these relationships. And then you have the whole aspect of, of the stage and that, like, ah, that's impossible. Mm -hmm. We cannot move that in the same ah, details, put this, uh, take that out. Yeah. And, and so it's a really interesting relationship because I have, uh, it's like, yeah, I, I'm learning so much. And right now we have, a premiere next month here in Puerto Rico about an, an opera, Y Los Pasteles, that, that, wow. that opera won the Discovery Grant from Opera America. And, yes, and yes, that was so the one. So we're going gonna to premiere it. And then we're, so we are like getting that. And, and now we're in the process of getting that on stage. So it's very mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning so much because it's like giving me, you know, the list of the, the, everything that the characters are doing. How are we going to do this? 
and then we discuss about you know things that I did you know like musical interludes or some like we have to figure it out what the characters are doing and that stuff that maybe in my case I, like I didn't thought about it too much because you know I was writing through the pandemic so I wrote a lot of music of course <laughs> haven't like that was the only thing that I was doing but it's like oh my god what are the characters are going to do on stage but then that's that's his job just to figure it out and then I mean we, co- we, we of course talk about it and then we like okay sure, sure. what are the options to it but yeah. definitely collaboration is a very important aspect especially if, if you are with something that you trust completely mm-hmm. and even though it's hard because they say like this is, should be the better option this should be you have to trust me and then you have to trust them mm-hmm. and it goes the same way I, uh, sometimes i say like okay yeah. okay this is the, this is this is the line like can you can you <laughs> add that or can you take it off i i feel it can you trust me and then Of course, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't work. But we have yeah. to see it on stage and we have to see it in the context of the opera just to decide mm-hmm. if it works or not. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's a beautiful aspect of collaboration. It's tough, but when you have a great relationship, it's like, well, take advantage of that. And, and, and right. Because, yeah, you know, that you, like, you feel that and, and you feel comfortable yeah. and secure. And, and, and for example... Um, If I'm there, I'm just like, I feel like we, we did a, good, a, a great job. And no matter what, you know, we're going to be on the same side. No matter what happened, no matter what we do, we're going to be on the same side because this is our story. And getting that feeling like, you know, we did everything. We talk about everything. We know about everything. We're going to be on the same side because that's crazy. You know, like, uh, you know, when you get to the, the part of especially like, you know, presenting the opera. And everything that's happened, you know, it's so crazy. There's a lot of people yeah. working on it and, you know, the emails, the calls about problems that need solving. And it's crazy. It's, 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 I mean, I love it, but it's crazy. Yeah. And when you have that confidence <laughs> that you did a great job, or, or you, that you did the best that you could do um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the person that you trust, it's going to be okay. No matter how hard Absolutely. <laughs> the problem is, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I love what you said. Rebecca and I love what you just said. I'm speaking for Rebecca now because I know that <laughs> we, we, we feel the same way about collaboration. Um, this is actually kind of a beautiful segue into one of Rebecca's questions. I'll let her kind of formulate it. But we kind of wanted to talk to you about like the difference between, say, opera music and stage music and like writing for those two different, I guess, canon. Yeah, yeah. Like what does opera like writing for opera require rather than maybe musical theater or concert music like a piece for chorus or orchestra um what what yeah just what is in that genre that is so specific okay it's a really good question i'm gonna try to answer (laughs) (laughs) now i think if i have to say you know like the difference it's with opera the 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 whole point of opera is telling a story. You have to tell something. And you have to tell it through a lot of stuff. So that's the difference. Because uh, sometimes in concert music, you know, you rely only in music. Mm-hmm. But in opera, you cannot rely only on music. Because we have the libretto, so we have a language. So we have a, like a way of saying things. Then we have the... The theater, you know, the stage, the aspect of the stage, linings, space, sets, uh, costumes, uh, everything. And then you have, when you the music, you have like vocal treatment, you have a harmonic language, you have rhythmic, you have orchestration. So it's really complex in that sense that everything that you do is going to support that story. And, and, and I don't know this, and we get to this discussion about what's important drama or music in opera that's been going for ages and like well yeah <laughs> I mean, opera is a lot of it's, it's a lot it's a bunch of things put it together in a beautiful crafted way but it's a lot of things and for example as a composer i have to think about the stage and the space of the stage and how the characters are going to relate to each other what are they saying to each other um is the audience going to understand everything that the singers are, are, are singing. I, if I don't want to them to understand anything, so I have to, you know, take uh, artistic, a bit, I don't know, yeah, right. free way to express myself or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. 
the point is that that's the difference if you have to say you know, from a concert music or 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 opera it's that we have to tell a story but we have to tell it in every way possible and it's a lot of things that counts for that story to to happen and to be told um in case of of course like musical is you know it's 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 different because the structure is different and and i guess the the well not the structure because it's about a story also so it's about telling a story and you need everything in your disposal to tell that story and i would say like it's right. kind of the same you know you have the language you have the actor you have the stage you have the music you have the orchestration so it's like you need everything that you have and and with that to tell the story so i guess the composer needs to be like how do you say like focus on 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 using and to have the control of everything at some point because when you're composing you have the control of everything but when you are not composing when you're done it's almost like it's well it's done that job is another person and then you have they put it together yeah. but yeah. the control has to be in that in that score everything that you thought everything that you you know that you are going to suggest about lining about atmosphere about emotions it has to be there so the person that reads the libretto or reads the music say okay i i cannot understand what she's saying we're going to do it yeah. it's not clear then it's like well what do you want to do or then they're going to do another thing that it was in your mind or that's an idea and that create a lot of other problems that you it's know such a... the discussions and fights that happens and that's normal but because <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. but if you ask me that will be the difference about the opera and even though the stage music because it's the same with with ballet or dance it's yeah. it's different because mm -hmm. it's a story and it depends but definitely it's about telling a story and how do we tell that story yeah it's um stage music is such a controlled environment because everything has like the timing really has to be there and especially with opera you have recitative right which can mm -hmm. be super, what is super that? scary Every, everything is seen it's supposed to be seen there's some exceptions that sometimes there's there's spoken words and then some words are like it's supposed to be you know you have to speak but most of the time everything is supposed to be seen in the opera so there are like two types of like sections that most people know it's like the recit or recitativo it's where it's kind of it's like almost imitating how we speak in a natural way mm. and you will hear like the piano or you know, the clavecin and like like they throw a chord and then like it's more like speaking way it's a it's it's like it's a form like imitating how we would speak of course we have pitch and and you have if you read like like the score you have you know the notes and then you have to imitate So it's not that free as we were speaking. You have to imitate, but that uh, technique oh my gosh, is almost not free at all. No, it's not free. <laughs> it's like it's everything there. Judging it is so scary. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rebecca is I doing mean... some very exact motions with her hands. Yeah. Oh, it's um, for those of you listening. <laughs> it's crazy. I just remember, yeah, my conducting class was like, ah, uh, I don't understand. You have to be like. <laughs> They're just like moving. Okay, now, now I don't understand. But but yeah, so you had that reshit, and and mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like speaking, or you know, it's like the character were speaking. Uh, at that point, it's the moment when they're like they give action, and they just it's another way to tell the story. Mostly, it's about action, like you know, we're gonna do that, or uh, or like. I don't know. Uh, somebody says, uh, told that to me. What are we gonna do? And then, like, you know, get the action move a little bit. Yeah, was that the, the, the technique uh, for so many years? And then we have the aria section. That's you know, like these beautiful moments where the character just like everything stopped in the story, and we get to that uh, emotional aspect of the character or the situation that's happening. And then we have these beautiful pieces, like they're gonna sing, you know, it's like, what is the end of the world? And it's like, are we here? Are we, where are we? Like, everything stops. <laughs> and then we go, yeah, to that moment. Of course, it's about emotion, it's about developing emotion and, yeah. and that. And also it's about ex uh, exploiting the, the, the sing not singer, but his beautiful or her beautiful voice on stage. So yeah. they're gonna like, you know, give everything at that moment. And there's some great like 
you know, areas or, or duets or everything. But it's a, it's a, it's like very beautiful moments. Uh, so I think that's basically. I mean, in opera, we have a lot of stuff. We have the like duo, the ensemble, the choruses. We have a lot of stuff that we can use right. in order to tell a story. But definitely, uh, the famous one people like know it's recit, recitativo, and then the aria section. Yeah, packed with good stuff in there. Um, <laughs> I want to slightly transition to your compositional style because I remember. You gave this fantastic seminar and composition seminar, which was a weekly class where all the composers met. You um, presented a piece and you described what the Caribbean musical aesthetic was. Um, on your on your website, you say your style is rooted in, in the Caribbean musical aesthetic yeah. and that is essentially Puerto Rican music. So so do you do you mind giving like a little spiel about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um... spiel is the only word that was coming to my mind. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm from Puerto Rico, so it's a small island here in the Caribbean, and um, I come from a family of musicians. My father is a musician; he's a pianist, like a Latin jazz player, uh, composer, and arranger. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah. And we are like three brothers. I'm the oldest one, and then I have two old, <laughs> like young brothers. And the three of us are mus- we are musicians. Actually, we are composers as well in our own like musical genres. <laughs> but so cool. uh, That's yeah, really um, cool, yeah. So I remember when I was growing up, like my dad would, you know, he would play all of those all of Caribbean genres, you know, salsa, merengue, bomba, everything, everything. And then we could hear that, and then the aspect of it is like, can you feel la clave? And la clave is a very important aspect of Caribbean music, like you know when you. Like, that's a, a rhythmic pattern that is everything in the music Caribbean, music of the Caribbean. And then I remember, you know, doing that exercise with him, like, can you feel the clave? Uh, can you do the clave and cantar a la vez? Like, you know, can you do that? Can you also dance? Because it's important, like, to dance. And I remember those experiences. I mean, we were, like, children, and we were, like, playing and having fun. But then... That's the thing, that's the music that I, I listened when I was growing up, you know, all of these Afro gestures of, of, of the Caribbean. And when I get to the music conservatory, I remember I did my first piece, and it was the same. I wasn't exactly, I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing it. Um, and then my professor, <laughs> Armando Ramirez, he's like, he, he told me, like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, mm, not really. I'm just, like, trying yeah. to get this piece done. <laughs> And and he Mood. and he just explained, yeah, yeah, dude, come on. Uh, and then he just explained. Like, don't ask me this. <laughs> uh, and then he just explained about um, like you're using some Caribbean rhythms in your music. Mm. Like this is a rhythm, this is a pattern. Are you like are you conscious of it or are you not conscious? And like I I didn't know that, I didn't know that. Mm. So then I realized that that's how I. Feel feel the music, you know, and, and we have a lot of musical genres and, and, and especially all the, the Afro-Caribbean, like bomba plena, that relies only on about drums, tambores, mm-hmm. uh, drums, and, and I just, it's, it's in me, I don't know how to explain it, and when I'm composing, I'm just like, I'm listening to the music that's in my head, and it's in some way like that, you know, you sing like the rhythmic patterns or the the structure or the the complexity of the aesthetic because the aesthetic is very complex i mean most of the music of the caribbean because you don't have one rhythmic pattern you have a lot of percussion doing different rhythmic patterns and that all combined eats the genre which is crazy mm-hmm. but when you get deep on that you, you you know you understand everything that you have maybe you have like four or five different rhythmic patterns played at the same oh time God. And that yeah, creates yeah. An, a crazy aesthetic and just so richful and, and, and I don't know, it's, it's beautiful, the complexity of it. And, and that's some of the things that I, I feel inspired by it. Um, and I try to, to imitate that textures and that kind of, of sense in my music. But it's mostly not, it's because I, I, I hear the music in that way. I, I hear the music and I try, of course, it's, it's there and it's in my head, and I try to use it and, and take advantage of it, since that's yeah. how I, I see music. I just, and then I have to write it and, and present it, but 
uh, that's basically some of that of the Caribbean aspect. It's it's kind of I mean it's not like imitating because um, that that musical genres have a specific instrumentation. Uh, to be, you know, that genre have specific instrumentation, and sometimes, of course, I don't have the specific instrumentation because I'm wearing, I don't know, for a string quartet or something. So it's, mm-hmm. so it, it, yeah, it's like, well, I don't have drums, I don't have clave, I don't have guiro, maracas, but you know, I can transcribe those rhythms, in you know, in the ensemble that I have, and and see mm-hmm. what what yeah. what kind of aspect, you know, well, yeah, what kind of sure. sounds can emerge from that combination. Yeah. And that's the thing that I, that I love, you know, getting these these uh, fun rhythms there and enjoy. And mostly, it's about for me, composition. It's about, of course, it's telling a story, but it's about mm-hmm. having fun and and do, doing something that I love. And and mm-hmm. I love working with those rhythm. And I love, you know, the process of deciding how we're gonna put that in, in the because it's the difficult part putting that on on the score, and then figuring out how to do it and and. That the, the thing that you add or or puts in the in the score are you know understandable like you know like it's 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 there you know the idea is there and it's yeah. it's right it's written and it's a perfect um, so that's it's about that it's about having fun and really enjoy and and loving every piece that you create because it's a piece it's a piece of art it's not it's a piece of art so it's 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 supposed to tell a story. You're supposed to have fun. Um, yeah. It's you know, it's beautiful. Just it's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So I just I, I just say that. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we don't we don't talk about that so much in terms of of our responsibility as composers. Mm-hmm. It's like well, we have composers, it's our job, but we are artists and we make art. We make yeah. pieces of art, and it's not Absolutely. it's it's yeah. it's so much. It's so important. For, for you know our culture and, 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 and for everyone that's around us because we are adding and we are adding beautiful things uh, to our story or you know to everything that's around us. I love what you were saying. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, thank I, you. Yeah, I just I feel like I relate so much to just like forgetting the art that you're actually doing while you're doing it because you're just mm-hmm. so like cut and dry and right now in my day job. I literally, I mean, I'm working on a production, which is really cool, and I'm really mm-hmm. happy, but I'm literally booking flights for people, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> what is the artistry in this? But it's also about, like, stepping away and, like, your own your own stuff. So I, I just really related to what you yeah. said right there. It was really, really mm-hmm. great. Um, it was a beautiful way that you, what, what you said, and I love that you said that you you write what you hear because that seems like in your head because it seems like such like an obvious thing to say but it's I think it's such like a profound thing that like yeah you know you grew up with this music and you didn't realize until you had a teacher yeah you know pointed out here that like do you, do you notice that like that that to me is just that is, a beautiful thing yeah. yeah yeah and in and I in that context you know we, we can get deeper on that thought because then when I started like composing and, and I figured out that this is like a European genre and, and it's, you know, I'm doing all of this like Afro-Caribbean stuff and I wanted to add that to the texture to create another yeah. stuff and, and, you know, it's like, well, the people, uh, I don't know. It was, it was like difficult at some point deciding, you know, if this like what I'm going to do, what I want to show, mm. like, so we wanna, if I want to express this way. Um, you know, I'm from a colony, so it's, it's difficult because you you are, like, from a lot, like, everything that you do, it's, it's, it's less because, you know, that's the way that it works here uh, because we haven't done anything. We are, some, we are not free. We, you know, it, it's, okay, it's a very political complex, but anyway, so... When 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 they get to that point that I have to be true to myself, to who am I, and you know, and who am I in the music, and who is the music in me, it's like what I'm going to to tell, and and it was very difficult to me because you know people are like well they're talking about all of this European you know 
<laughs> like you know, this is the great mm-hmm. music. This is the only great mm-hmm. music. It's like, well, it's not the mm-hmm. it's yeah. not the only great music. Absolutely not. Great music right. is have been you know, reading all over the world. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So why don't we like put you know study other music or study other cultures to see what they are doing and and try also mm-hmm. to imitate because we don't know what is gonna speak to us. It's like oh, I like that. Why? Why can't I yeah. choose that to to add it to my music? And I want to be inspired by that. I don't know. So at some point, it's it was difficult, but I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to be true to yourself, to your art. You say, yeah. okay, so if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it what I wanna do, and that mm-hmm. something that you can hear and feel when when you know you see a piece or you listen to a piece, you feel that. And so this is a very true statement from the from the artist. Like, you can feel that. And then when it's not true, it's like, well, you can feel that also, you know. It's like, well, why did he... And then you have a lot of questions, like, why did she or he do that? It's so crazy. But yeah. I think as artists, like, we have to be true to yourself. And, and we're going to, you know, you have these moments that have to of doubt. And, and then it's like, I'm doing the right thing. And that's, that's okay because that's part of the growing aspect of it. You know, you, you grow as a, as a human, as, you know, as a friend, as a person. Uh, as a partner, so you you are constantly changing, and it's okay that having those moments of doubts and stuff, but you have to be true to yourself and and just think about what you like, think about what you love, and do that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though in the, yeah, like do that every time. It's so beautiful and poignant. I love that. So much of what the show is about, too. It's so much of what the show is about. <laughs> totally and what we're all about. The, the, like, the classes, of the history classes, spend so many time, you know, in that period of, I don't know, classical and romanticism. It's like, yeah, way too much. And then it's like, well, closer music, you know, 20th century is like, oh, da, 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 da. and then contemporary music, like, nothing. It's, a, it's a little yeah. bit. It's, it's like, well, but yeah. yeah. Because if you are now and you have like the artists that you look into like that you love like I'm thinking about the artists that mm-hmm. I love that I listen to every day and I'm like well what influenced them and then you start going back and then you're like okay but like what influenced them and then you start yeah. and you start learning a lot and you appreciate way more who you're you know whatever your favorite artist yeah, is right yeah. now in this moment yeah it's something that I thought about it and, and, and it's like okay uh, because we have to change a lot of stuff and, and the order, you know, this is as actual a space that we're creating that, you know, we're talking about different things and we're talking about the aspect and I feel like, you know, everything is changing and, and mm-hmm. hopefully it's going to change at some point. But, you know, a little bit of there and a little bit of here, it's, it's, we have to do it. We have to do it. So this kind Absolutely. of is like a question on my mind that's sort of related is I wanted to ask about how you felt classical music or opera and stage has evolved maybe even from when you started or from what you were studying to to more like present day how are you feeling that change I feel like you're already fueling some of that change when you talked about your writing process and bringing some of that of your roots into your Caribbean roots into yeah I guess yeah um I mean even though I for me, it's different because even though we are like territory of the of the United States, like mm-hmm. it's same. We are different in that same like in that terms of, for example, here like the the music. I mean, like the musical traditions or you know everything is mm-hmm. a, little, a little bit different. And then when right. I went to to DC to study, it was like, well, I kind of like get and and that was like when my first like introduction to you know american opera and the american mm-hmm. way to write an opera um mm-hmm. so then i was realized okay this is a lot of contemporary opera that you know going premiere and it's been happening like i don't know like 20 years or 25 you know yeah. it's a boom of american opera which is great yeah. because we have you know these big companies that are trying to push to new new works new contemporary works um right now i'm part of the american lyric theater and and yes. it's crazy because I have like a, we are so diverse, uh, you know, yeah. all the residents, which I love because and and, and we talk about a, a lot of stuff, you know, about uh, how do we get our stories there yeah. on stage and yeah. that words that got like that word like need funding need need sponsored like are we going to be able to do that? Hopefully so, and we 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 always think about that. But it's crazy because when you see these stories. When you see who are putting money, 
when you see who are singing, when you see what color is like, well, that actually does not represent most of us. And, and, and we're trying to, to be assertive in that way. Like, you know, we want to write pieces that, you know, we have, I don't know, Latino, we have black, we have Asian, we have everything in, in, in that piece. And, and you can you kind of forget about it. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. No, yeah, it matters because it's part of, of what, we, what we're going to, you know, add to the, to the stage. So it's right now, it's, I'm, I'm in that moment, you know, like thinking about that and, and developing these stories about, about who I am and, and what I want to write. And figuring out how to to put that, but it's 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 crazy with the opera. It's crazy because, as I mentioned before, it's a machine, and you have you need a lot of stuff to get that done. And and with that process, you know the the workshops and everything that is involved in there, and and we try to to be conscious about that and to be true to ourselves, just in order to get our stories and and see our representations in the stage because we have one. We want to see us, like you know. I don't know. Yeah. We we want to see somebody there. They you know, like look like us, or they talk like us, and and they think about us, and and that's part of the process right now. And I think that in the spirit with American Liberty Theater, like I'm not alone. There's a lot of people, a lot of like composer and librarians that are thinking the same way, and we want to do that. We want to be true to ourselves and try to add something different. You're helping so to change the voice of opera, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, we, we're, so we're we're trying to get that. We, we're trying to to. I'm sure we're gonna do. We hope so. Like you know, it's it's a little bit hard when you get mm-hmm. you know like, but we're gonna do it. I hope so. We're feeling like hopeful and and we're gonna do it. I hope so. Well, I really hope so. Yeah, I I you, you I know you'll do it. I'm I'm so yeah, excited to see say. where where this takes you and what you like I'm just so excited for what's next for you I've always just admired you so much and looked up to you oh thank you tell us tell us more about like um the program and what like what what are you writing right now and are there dates for that set yet like give us all the deets okay so um this uh company that developed new operas and they have been doing this for like 20 years and Mm. they get uh, I don't know exactly how, like, I think it's two years or one year, two years, they get a group of residents and they, like, you know, they give teachers, like, like classes, master classes, and you get this, like, opera lab, laboratory or exploratory. When you get the chance to work with, they partner with some liberties and you create, like, small uh, pieces, like aria, mm-hmm. duet, chorus, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they commission actually two pieces, two opera. Right now, I'm, we're in the laboratory, you know, like we're like creating an assignments and then trying things out. Uh, hopefully next year I'm going to be performing, like, yeah, premiering my new opera. I have, we haven't done, you know, we haven't started on that. Uh, but yeah, that's the next step. So it's like we get the chance of, of partnering with all the liberties and, you know, working mm-hmm. and see how that collaboration works. And it works how it works, all of the you know the deeds of it, and 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 it's it's yeah it's good because you know they're creating the space for for us to you know know more about opera, more about the business of opera. That that's another stuff, <laughs> like that's another that's another opera, like that's another stuff. Uh, but how that you know it's it's important to to understand the business of opera and and but it's not important as you know exactly writing what you have in your head in the score in terms of opera because opera is it's so big and it's so much many details uh so i love the experience uh if you get the chance to go to the website alt.com and then you you can see all of the of the residents that we are there right now uh i'm really excited there are so great people there um i just love them you know we, we've been together like for i don't know four months or so and the experience has been so great. Uh, and I think we like, did a click and we support each other. And it was like, well, I don't know. It's crazy. But it's, it's, it's awesome. beautiful. So, Johanny, thank you so much thank you. for coming oh, on the so show. Yeah. So, I thank was you. I week. It's so nice. <laughs> sign off by saying your name again. Then okay. what's coming up for you next month. And then where people can find you on all things social. Of course. 
Um, so yeah, my name is Giovanni Navarro, and I'm a composer. And you can, you know, find me on Instagram, Giovanni Navarro. I think it's Giovanni, but Giovanni Navarro is going to appear. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and, well, YouTube, and every, you know, platform for music streaming. So, like, I don't know, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. I don't know how to say the names. Yeah, okay, anyways, yeah. yeah. But all good. So, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Good, yeah. So great, so great. <laughs> but you can find me, definitely find, uh, you can also, for more information, you can go to my website, johannynavarro.com, and I have, you know, all the, the details of the music, and if you want to get in touch or something, just, like, you know, DM me or email me, I don't know, whatever. Awesome. Do it. Thank Thank you so much to Johanny for coming on to the show. It was such a pleasure. If you'd like to listen or view any of her work, feel free to go check out her website, johanninavarro.com. Or go follow her on Instagram at Johanny E. Belize. If you're also interested in the work that she's doing with American Lyric Theater, go check that out along with the other incredible residents at altnyc.org. Of course, everything will be linked in our bio, so feel free to check it out at any time. If you're interested in coming on the show or have any recommendations, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to send us a DM on our Instagram at thepodcastimperfect or shoot us an email at thepodcastimperfect at gmail.com. We also have a snazzy website, www.thepodcastimperfect.com. If at any time you'd like to go check out our featured artists, all information about them with links can be found there as well. If you'd like to follow your co-hosts, you can follow Kara at Quiet Open Space, all one word, and you could follow me, Rebecca, at Rebecca Nisco Music. Thank you all so much for listening. We so appreciate all of our listeners. We are so excited for what's to come. We have more incredible featured artists coming up. So stay tuned and we hope you enjoy your day.